Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Update. And I'm still pretty positive, Chuck Mockler. Uh, and we're your friendly neighborhood Clippers podcast. Just a couple of best friends and Clipper credentialed media folks who oh, yeah. bring you locked on Clippers five days a week. Somehow we manage, you know? Uh, when does it come out, people? 7 a.m., Monday through Friday. Is that uh, Eastern? Or? Oh, that's Pacific. Pacific. It's all Pacific over here. Division, you know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, the Clippers did not break the Jazz's red hot streak right now no uh, <laughs> unfortunately shorthanded Clippers fell 114 to 96 we're going to be recapping that one we'll talk about what we liked there was some good things especially from some of the deeper rotation guys for sure uh as well as what we didn't like you know basically people couldn't buy a bucket yep uh we'll talk about how we're feeling overall and then it's Thirsty Thursday Generally, we talk about who and what we want to see more of. Right now, I mean, the big one is just health. Uh, There's an injury crisis borderline for the Clips right now. There is a huge injury crisis, so we're going to talk about that, (laughs) as well as the usual suspects for the Clippers, the free throw attempts, and the pace. Yep. Uh, which I have some some different feelings than Chuck about. Interesting. Uh, and then in shavings, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the upcoming sort of six-game stretch coming at the Clippers, especially with mixed health. We'll talk about yeah. sort of just, just sort of an early pre-preview on what that could look <laughs> like. Uh, and then <clears throat> there's just some more news about, Shockingly. Uh, uh, about the NBA and uh, – um, sort of some unpopular moves among players, so we're, we're definitely going to break that down as well. Uh, so all that and more coming up in just a sec. But first, I got to tell you, today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Oh, yeah. Are you happy because you win, or do you win because you're happy? You know, who knows? At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Heard that. Stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode you are locked on clippers your daily los angeles clippers podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day so the clippers did lose to the jazz at staples 114 96 the win streak is over we couldn't have create the same miami magic that we did news the biggest news in this one i you know the result i don't think is too surprising for people um after what kind of so Nick Batum was out again with the concussion Kawhi was out with the contusion PG's out with the toe and then Luke Kennard was a late scratch for pretty much the worst reason that you could see Luke Kennard being a scratch which is knee soreness given his knee injury history well and just the Clippers history with knee soreness in general (sighs) it's a mercurial injury for the Clippers training staff which yes are we suspect of yet? I don't know. I think so. These injuries are getting a little absurd. We're going to talk They're about this more up. later, so I'm not going to soapbox about <laughs> it now. Uh, but let's talk about what we like from this one. The big thing for me was the lower rotation guys once again took their moment to shine. Yep. Terrence Mann, best mid-range shooter on the Clippers. He hit some turner. He His footwork <laughs> looks so good. The confidence is there. You know, it's showing in every aspect of his game. Uh he finished with yeah. oh sorry he was, finished with eight four and three shot fifty percent from the floor overall. Uh, he wasn't going to really go off against this Jazz team. He said post game that moving from point guard to wing has helped him see the game better. Yeah, shocking how if you play the guy at his natural position, those work. So that was great to see. And then Amir Coffey had another strong game. Uh, Thirteen points, two of three from three. He apparently can only shoot it at the NBA level and not at the G League level, which I think <laughs> most of Clippers fans are fine with. Um, four turnovers, but again, we're facing... Like, the Jazz had to really try in this one. It was sloppy when it started, which really helped the Clippers out. 
but it was really, you know, three quarters of this game were a good time. Um, the point of attack defense from Beverly was really great early. Zoo was challenging Gobert pretty much every chance that he got. And the refs were letting him kind of go, which was nice. Um, Zoo ended with 8 and 10. Could have played more than 21 minutes, I felt like, in this one. Um, yeah, but maybe I don't that's know if, just me. Yeah, I don't know if that was just an effort to save him up for the stretch ahead or what. But, a little interesting, though. Yeah, I mean, he was super efficient from the floor, too. He was 4 of 6, which... If you listen to the show, it's one of my big complaints with Zoo. If he's not finishing offensively well, um, you know, great defense can still only get you so far. Yeah. Uh, Lou Will had a great half in this one. Thought we were in for another vintage Lou Will performance. Had 14 points in that first half, and then, I don't know, just kind of. Well, no one could shoot for the clips tonight, which was really difficult. And we talked about it in the pregame, how there had to be no, there's no margin for error in this one. But we shot 44% from the field, 34% from three. Only one person, only two people made two threes. That was Amir Coffey and then Surge, who made more than one three. So that was difficult. Um, We did our best to keep Donovan Mitchell in check early. You know, um, he finished with 24. Gobert killed us in this one. He was affecting everything inside. He had 23 and 20. Like, I mean, what we didn't like, the biggest thing for me is this one's hard because for a for a, for a glimmer, it felt semi like it was possible, right? Like that that heat gain gave me some hope personally. That like, oh, I don't know, maybe some maybe lightning strikes twice. And then we just couldn't keep it together at the margins. We missed free throws. We turned the ball over. We did all the things that, not to sound like a dick, probably maybe should have happened in the Heat game. But we ran into the best team in basketball right now. This one never really felt comfortable for me. I feel like it was like watching a waiter or somebody cover carry a huge tray and they're kind of like wobbly with it. I've been like, that waiter. Oh, they got three quarters <laughs> of the way across the room before dumping the entire thing yeah. on someone. So uh, good work on the three quarters. Look, <clears throat> we bookended this one with some really, uh, I mean, on top of just bad, some some bad, some questionable fouls and bad turnovers, uh, we bookended this one with some really poor shooting splits. Uh, Surge was 4 of 10. He was 2 of 6 from two-point range overall. Morris struggled. He was 4 of 15 overall, just 2 of 12 from two-point range. Uh, and, and the big thing was, like, <clears throat> I talked about it in the, uh, in the preview, but we really struggled to generate quality shots from three. Yeah. You know, that is a function of the Jazz's defense for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but even in this one, we shot more efficiently from them overall. Halftime. From, we, from three. Yeah. Uh, halftime, we'd made five. We Each team had made five threes, but we had taken nine. nine. <laughs> and they had taken 17. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we, we still shot from three more efficiently. The overall attempts just weren't there. The ball didn't really move a whole lot. We only had 18 assists on 38 made field. Field goals, which is forty-seven percent. We've been in the in that heat game. It was closer to the sixty percent number. Yeah. So it's always indicative um, of how the team is playing for the most part is those assist numbers. Yeah, um, for sure. I also but, felt you know, that also shorthanded. Yeah, exactly. I also felt that as soon as we saw Patrick Patterson starting the fourth, it was kind of like because he didn't like there wasn't really any reason that Patrick Patterson had to start the fourth, and it was like all right. Okay, like, and then it really got away from us. Like, the 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 lead turned to double digits pretty quick. Um, we had seventeen turnovers, sixty four percent from the line, which is, I mean, that's you know can't win games like this if you if you shoot poorly from the line. Yeah, 
Guys looked gassed. I don't know. How are we feeling after this one? I mean, like... Big picture-wise, uh, I'm mostly just worried about the health. I got to be honest. Yeah, I am worried about one thing, which we'll talk about next segment. But as far as just this game, without trying to extrapolate too many overarching yeah. storylines, I feel... I mean, about to be as like about as expected. Yeah, we we th- most people thought we were going to lose this game. If you didn't, that's awesome. I thought it was great that we kept it competitive for that first, you know, first three quarters of the game, thirty-ish minutes yeah. or so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a fun time. Um, yeah, not quite three full quarters. Yeah. but <laughs> but we're going to talk about uh, the biggest concern, which is going to be uh, the health coming up next. But first, look, joy creates sex create success and this week's Michelob Ultra Player of the Week is we gotta give it to Terrence Mann hey. he's been showing so much confidence uh, he's made quite a leap these last few games and it's been great to see the confidence each time he touches the ball he hit Amir Coffey with a no look pass for a corner three against the Jazz that is I think a play that no one expected to happen ever Yeah, in the had, NBA he had a huge dunk in that uh, heat game Yeah, he's enjoying the game uh, enjoyment isn't the Ed game it's the whole game Big shout out to Terrence Mann. Uh, wonder which Clippers player will be next week's Ultra Player of the Week. Michelob Ultra, are you happy because you win, or do you win because you're happy? Okay, so we're back with Thirsty Thursday, which, if you're new to the show, it's just where we talk about sort of what we want to see more of. And to kick this thing off, we just have to talk about health. <laughs> it's almost like the opposite. We want to see less of what we're about to talk about. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah. Um, so it feels bad right now. It feels bleak. I got to be honest with you, man. Uh, they were saying on the broadcast, Reggie Mann, uh, not Reggie Mann, <laughs> Reggie Jackson has now started more games than he hasn't started for the Clippers. Oof. Which, um, that doesn't feel good to hear. Uh, yeah, you, you, you didn't expect coming into this season. <laughs> so where are we at with levels of concern? We have Kawhi with the lower leg contusion. Yeah. PG with the toe edema. Yeah. Batum with the brain. concussion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, got a soft brain now. Uh, <laughs> Kennard uh, with the sore knee. I think the contusion's my lowest level of concern. I'm going bottom to top here. Okay. I think Kawhi's contusion is lowest for me. That's absurd. That's fair. I think... Oof. I think... Eh, maybe Batum is actually lowest. The only issue with Batum is the timeline. There's obviously no timeline for how concussions work. It's not the NFL where they're like, you're good to go, buddy. Um... Kennard's knee bothers me because that's a, you know, because of his usage, I guess it's not as big of a deal. I'm flip-flopping. Kennard's knee is the very bottom for me. Okay. His that, usage, his usage wasn't, his usage wasn't enough for it to be like long-term. This really bothers me just because of his history. Then I'm going to go Batum's brain. Then I'm going to go Kawhi's contusion. Those are kind of ranked. And then PG toe, PG's toe is number one, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, They're all pretty shitty. Because three of these guys are star. <laughs> like it's just brutal. <laughs> They're all rough. So I guess I'll go from the bottom to top as well. Uh, bottom for me is Kennard's knee. Uh, he's missed what one or maybe two games all season. Yeah. I think this is more preventative than anything else. I late scratch too. Note on that. It was a late scratch. Yeah. Um, yeah, so maybe he was just feeling a little stiff after shoot around. Like I, I'm not super worried about this injury. 
Um, not that Kennard isn't important. I do think that he's a player that it, if we can unlock him uh, in a way that makes sense within the flow of this offense, it does raise the floor of this team for sure. Um, in a way that is exciting to me. But I, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not thinking too much about this long term. Despite some of the tendonitis issues, um, I'm hoping that they got this one under control. Second to least level of concern does have to be the concussion, which is the serious. But, yeah. Um, I, I have no doubt that you know Batum will be, Batum will be back. And he was at the game tonight. Like he was there, so he was feeling good enough to be at the game. He was talking with coaches and stuff. So I don't know anything about concussion stuff, but that's better than him not being there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> right? Yeah, better than him uh, like throwing up in a bag. I was going to say having to know. sit in like a dark room or something like that because when you have a concussion, light sensitivity is a thing. Yeah. Um, so what? What's your your top two? Is old PG and Kawhi? I might go. I got. I I think I still got to go. Kawhi, I got to go. Kawhi one, PG two. Really? Um, here's the thing. The toe is barely a useful extremity. I think worst I case scenario, don't know about they cut that bad boy off. He plays. I have an uncle without a toe. It's pretty tough, tough going to learn how to walk without that thing. Um, yeah, he was wearing shoes. <laughs> well, your big toe. I was, we also don't know what toe it is. If it's his big toe, I'm more worried because that has a lot to do with your balance. Middle toe. Not as worried. Pinky toe. Yeah, more worried than the middle toe. Cut it off, Frank. Uh, But if it's big toe, it's Uh, No, I mean, the the PG toe thing does concern me, especially because they just can't rush him back or it's going to go from a swelling thing to a stress. A real issue. Yeah, Yeah. to a stress fracture, which, you know, pretty serious stuff there. But the Kawhi contusion thing now has me worried because it's lower body. He's had issues with that quad area kind of uh i mean that's why he missed all that time in san antonio and it's kind of once again i I keep bringing up injuries around the clippers being sort of mercurial and the quad to me in all of the nba this isn't just a clippers thing yeah is one of those nondescript injuries that seems a big ass muscle (laughs) it really takes people out yeah um so i would say i'm very concerned about this I would be less concerned if he hadn't missed so many games, but if we don't see him, uh, if we don't see him in this second Jazz game, I'm getting pretty close to DefCon one on that one. DefCon one's the bad one, right? Yeah, DefCon zero is the absolute worst, but okay. one is is right in there. Pretty dang close. Okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, hoping for more information on that coming up soon. Hopefully, do we want him to play in the Jazz game? I mean, I want him to be ready to play in the jazz game. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. Um, yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Uh, other thing we're thirsty for: more free throw attempts. Uh, the last five games before the jazz game, we averaged almost four more free throw attempts per game um, than our season average: twenty six uh, versus twenty one. Part of this is having to use Lou Wilmore and just his ability to draw fouls when he's starting and stuff like that. But when everyone is healthy and the three-point percentage goes back down to normal, if that does happen, (laughs) it would be great to see this trend continue. Um, PG's been aggressive in games, which has helped this, and hopefully Zoo starts getting more calls. But it's just something... You know, we were in the bonus for five minutes against the Jazz, which we really could have punished him, but we didn't because we were shorthanded. I'm not saying it in some weird way. But over the season... Clippers have had kind of difficulty taking advantage of the bonus. 
which is weird because it's we're so efficient for three. If that makes sense, right? Like, yeah, I, I guess I'm more thirsty for Lou Will to keep getting to the line. I, I love seeing Paul George be aggressive. Yeah, maybe just a couple guys, right? I'm fine, I'm fine with less free throw attempts overall. I, I think it's way more important to, instead of rely on the whistle, continue this great level of ball movement um, because I still think – you know, I keep repeating this, but like the quality of shots that we take is like truly one of the few things that we can control. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Tyloo. Yeah. 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 You can't, yeah. You can't control whether they go in or not. And you know, you, you hope that you get the call, you know, but yeah. there, there were times even at night where, you know, Lou Will was visibly frustrated for not getting the whistle. He got a tech. Uh, yeah. Got a tech. <laughs> and, you know, it, it happens. It's one of those things that we have relied on really heavily the last couple of years. Yeah, it um, is nice to see that we don't have to rely on it. Yeah, yeah. I, I and I think that I think that aggressiveness. You bring up the point of aggressiveness. I think that that's better to me than For sure. like overall free throw attempts. Good call. Um, Being in a position to get the calls. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm not worried about the number. Also, once um, Sue grows his hair out, he will get more foul calls. <laughs> this is something we've tweeted about. But I have no reason to believe that if Zubats had long enough hair to put into some kind of bun or just rocked a weird bowl cut, oh, I that think he, he would go, get more yeah, calls. Yeah, I think he should go long flowing, maybe headband, just to keep it out of the eyes. <laughs> yeah, for, or keep it in the eyes, dude. We've talked about we've talked about goth fashion zoo before. <laughs> um, last thing, I'm a I just kind of want the pace to get a little more, and I know this is such a thing that is it's purely based on health. We don't even have all our offensive sets running yet. Um, we've seen it a little more in transition when we're shorthanded because guys need to take advantage of those buckets. Yeah. So I just hope some of those things carry over and we're 100% help. Agreed. Yeah, I think I've been really impressed with the way this sort of second unit that's become the first They've unit adapted currently. so well. Yeah, they, they have really looked to push the pace. And to me, I think that's that's going to be maybe a little bit more important to keep that unit kind of you know, oh, as yeah. dangerous as it can be that's offensively. That's a good call. Uh, you know, with Kawhi and the, the way that he plays it sometimes, um, I guess I'm fine with a little bit of the slower play, pace. Depending, I know on, what you're saying. I know on, what you're saying right now. Depending on how he's choosing <laughs> to use those possessions and control the you're game. You're talking like such a politician. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know, and we have gone from like last place to fifth slowest. So I was I, for a second. I was, we went from last to fifth fastest. No, yeah, that's fair. We were that from is a, slowest to fifth slowest, which I think, given it's like, like the free throw the, attempts, those have gone up. To, like the last ten games, they've gone up a bit. So yes. it's like we're getting there. It's a positive trend. I yes. do like the continuation of it. Once again, it's just like. It depends on how it looks when it's sped up, right? Good call. Um, yeah, yeah. Reggie in transition sometimes looks real bad. Sometimes <laughs> awful. I mean, the turnovers tonight against the Jazz were really terrible. Um, and sometimes we do get a little carried away and we shoot ourselves in the foot. Um, but yeah, I, I'm all for. I'm all for pushing the ball in transition. I'm all for you know continuing to get hands in the passing lanes, continuing to generate offense off of steals. I think that's great. I love that look for the second unit. Um, it just makes them a lot more dangerous because they can't play like other regular normal defense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they have to score <laughs> like, a lot. Like not, you know. 
it's not traditional possible. stops. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you will. Uh, I, I think that it definitely helps them out. That's a very good call. Let us know what you're thirsty for at Lockdown Clips on Twitter. There's a whole bunch of stuff we want to see. Coming up, we're going to be talking the Clippers' upcoming six games as well as some more bugaboos uh, with the NBA's all-star situation. But first, Will, talk to me about online gambling. All right, so online gambling, whew, man, what a journey it is. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Uh, so there's only one place that we trust, and that's betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easy way to bet on all your sports action, but not just sports action. They got what? prop bets on almost anything. So football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are all in full swing. Like I said, Bet Online even covers award shows. They cover TV shows, reality TV. There's real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Awesome. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON. For your 50% welcome bonus, bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And now that we've won all that money with bet online, you probably got to put it into your car. So we have to give a shout out to Rock Auto with the ever increasing number of makes and models. It is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have come. Computers with access to Rock Auto at home and in your pocket. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on on their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com okay so we're back with shavings which is just kind of where we wrap up everything else looking ahead at the clipper schedule we've got the jazz again yep the nets again <laughs> <laughs> the wizards the grizzlies twice and then the bucks so six game stretch how you feeling about that early early record take that six game stretch what do you got I'm trying to I'm trying to keep my pessimistic brain out of this because of the the injuries right now. I'm going three and three. I'm hoping three and three. The only game on here that I feel somewhat comfortable about is the Wizards game, but then again, kind of, <laughs> because if their That's pick fair. and roll's working, they That's have fair. two guards who could do their thing against us. The Grizzlies are a tough out. The Bucks are struggling right now, but are still the Bucks. Yeah. And, of course, the Jazz and the Nets, the Jazz and the Nets. Um, it's going to be a test. I, I hope that the other rotation guys can continue this gutsiness, this gutsy level of play. What encourages me is that we've seen this kind of gutsiness two games in a row. 
it's not going away. You know, it felt like sometimes last year there was just flashes of this kind of stuff. Where it was like, oh, we really did our best. And then it just was gone. And like, you know, people weren't holding other guys accountable or wasn't able to have that conversation. All that's out the window now and everyone's really bought in and feeling good. So that encourages me when we're going to be shorthanded in at least one of these games. How shorthanded? Do we have Kawhi in any of these six games? We'll have Kawhi in some of these games, I bet. Kawhi misses six of these games. Which ones? I will bet... What point are you freaking out in this six-game stretch? Once again, we have Jazz, Nets, Wizards, I'll give them Grizzlies, till the first Grizzlies, Grizzlies game. Bucks. I'll give them to the first Grizzlies game because Nets, Wizards is Eastern Conference. And so I'm l- a little more okay with them holding him out for health stuff. Jazz game, if Paul George isn't going to play and Nick Batum is out, I'm not entirely sure if I want Kawhi to be out there trying to beat the jazz by himself which is what would happen right yeah that's fair um so i'm giving it till that first grizzlies matchup and then if he is still out i'm lifting the clear plastic cover on the panic button on the defcon zero yes on the defcon zero button there's a button for each defcon you smash (laughs) it where which which games do you think Kawhi plays and this is also pure speculation if you're still listening at this point uh i'm assuming so I'm thinking Batum is going to be back on Friday. I hope um, so. Against the Jazz. I could be wrong on that. But, I mean, hmm. I would like to see Kawhi against the Nets. Do we um, think there's a minutes restriction when he comes back? Yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, I hope. Yeah, why not? Ramp him up. Um, <laughs> I don't know that that is going to be the case. Um, like you said, a couple of Eastern Conference games... And the Nets are banged up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I guess I think you I, I think I agree with you on the Grizzlies game. If if it's been whew, if, yeah, if it's been four A more handful. games. Yeah. Three to four more games, uh, without Kawhi, I, I, that's a little worrisome. It's a little dicey. A little dicey. But we will Hopefully cross that bridge when we get to it. But you think we're going to be sitting at three and three after these six? I think it's possible. You know, I, 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 think, I think it's possible. I'm not mad at it. If the injuries stay the same, I'm not mad at three and three through these six. Look, I mean, like I said, I wasn't super confident with the performance against the Jazz tonight. But it, it wasn't so far away that it was unattainable. Uh, yeah, we, we didn't just, get our asses kicked. Like, the, the final score isn't indicative of how much effort there really was. Yeah, I, I mean, we just had to tighten the screws. It was kind of some, some stupid mistakes. But the thing that does worry me about that is, you know, clearly fatigue, you know, was a factor yes, in that. These guys aren't sure. used to playing these level of minutes. Um, and surely that will set in. Um, and you know, we do have, we do have a bunch of games coming up, uh, fair. I mean, these are all to end the month. So coming up here pretty soon, six games in 11 days, it's, uh, I mean, that's, that's difficult if you're not used to that minute load. Um, and that's difficult if you're a player who plays like Lou will, um, so yeah, I mean, we'll see. Maybe these younger guys, it'll be even more kind of time for them to shine. And hopefully we just get everybody back. before. Not everybody. I mean, I, I assume Paul George will still be out. But yeah, I, hopefully we get, you know, Papa Leonard back. <laughs> Papa uh, Leonard? I don't know. <laughs> before the end of this. Yeah, match. and Papa Batum. Um, 
Yeah, and uh, just some just overall NBA news now. Things are starting to get a little dicey with the NBA promoting the uh, COVID-19 vaccine rollout. Per Woj, many of the NBA's top players are expressing apprehension about accepting invitations to participate in league-sponsored PSAs to bolster broader acceptance of the coronavirus vaccine, factors relating to players not wanting to participate, uncertainty about the vaccine themselves, reluctance to advocate its use for others, and resistance to extending favors to a league amid the largely unpopular plans for the All-Star game. All checks out. Yeah, I Historically, mean, the government um, promoting vaccines for black Americans has not been in good faith. And that runs deep into a lot of these things, I, it seems. And, like, it's the All-Star game is such a big factor, too. Yeah, I mean, I, you're not rushing to do somebody a favor who's, you know, trying to exploit you for a buck. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I also just understand the position of... Yeah, I mean, you, you don't need to be the face for something like that. Like, yeah. That's, I, that's, the league should be the face, right? Like, it should be Adam Silver being like, this is the thing. Like, Yeah, I feel like that's so far above your pay grade or so The responsibility far, of athletes? Yeah, or <laughs> like, yeah, so far outside the scope of, of really what, you know, you should be expected to do. Yeah. If you're... A, in a good way. We're not saying this in some weird way. Like, this is like, they, they this shouldn't be on their shoulders. Yeah. I mean, if you're a player who, like, this was something you were really interested in, um, like, I don't know, somebody like Kat or somebody who has a, a personal kind of story and they were like, I would really like to be involved in this, that's a completely different story. Yeah. But if they are, you know, like sort of strong-arming players into doing this, I think that it's absolute garbage. That's what I... Yeah, and if they're, like, really a, pressuring guys to look. do it... It's such a bad look. Lord knows what they're saying to LeBron about vaccine stuff, right? Because, like, what kind of... what Like, what LeBron says goes for the most part among players. Like, that's how it goes. I don't mean that in a bad way. He's the most kind of powerful athlete in the NBA in that sense. Yeah. Um... It's just, it's starting to get messy. I mean, not that it wasn't before, but it feels a little grimier, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, it's just not a good look for anyone involved. Yeah, mostly the league. Mostly the league. Mostly the league itself because of this damn All-Star game. Uh, We got to get out of here. That wraps it up for Locked on Clippers. Friday's episode, a classic Clippers weekend preview. Looking at that second matchup versus the Jazz and the Sunday night game against the Nets. Going to be playing Love, Mary, Quarantine, of course. And whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland. Will, where can these fantastic people tell their friends to listen to us? You can check us out on iTunes or the podcast app. Or, yeah, the podcast app. Yeah, you nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can also check us out on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Deezer. You can always tell your smart speaker to play Lockdown Clips. If you haven't already, we'd love it if you left a review over there on iTunes or the podcast app. Oh, yeah. We'd like to know what you think about the show. As Chuck mentioned up top, we come at you Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific. We'd love to have your listen. 100%. Thank you all so much for listening. I have been Positive Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. We appreciate you.